What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 24 of the Gaming Disorder Podcast. I am your host, the Forte Jorge. With me today, for the first time, being on the show a second time, Kenny Otero makes his triumphant return. Kenny, talk to me, man. How's how's life? Life is good. I'm happy to be back. Glad yeah. to uh, make my uh, second appearance on here. Yeah. Happy to be here. It's a nice little surprise. I had the, uh, I'm on winter break, so been kicking here with my feet up, playing a little PS5 and trying to stay busy. Oh, and, yeah. uh, how does it, phone call. How, how does it feel to be one of God's favorites to uh, <laughs> have been able to... No, just kidding. Um, yeah, you were on episode 7, I believe. Uh, we are now in episode 24, like I said. So it has been a while, and sadly, uh, this episode is not a Last of Us episode. Uh <laughs> We will have that coming, Kenny. I know you're. If you're still up for it, I'm obviously still up for it. Oh, you know I am. And uh, I would. I, I can't wait to do that. I'm telling you. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the show or all, but anytime someone brings up The Last of Us, like my ears perk up, and I'm like, <laughs> "What? Does someone wants to talk about Joel and Ellie and yes, Abby?" Sir. And <laughs> but uh, yeah. So tell me, how's you know we at the time of recording this is now December 28th. Christmas was a few days ago. Tell me, as a family man, as a father, as a as a partner, a lover, and you know, you have your culminate, your family, your flock. How how was Christmas for you? Christmas was great. Uh, I gotta say, it was um, relaxing. Mm-hmm. We actually uh, did Christmas Eve at my house this year. Um, oh, nice. Girlfriend wanted to do uh, her family, and um, we have done my we you know done Noche Buena at my grandparents' house for, mm-hmm. for you know all my life and um, wanted to change it up she wanted to do her family kind of tradition and so uh cooked a big pork mm. had everyone over here it was nice and relaxing not too many people kind of covid friendly yep and uh had a great time i, I enjoyed it in fact i told her at one point in the night i was like oh, we might have to do this every year that's and, awesome you know, we invite the family if they want to come if not they can do their own thing and then uh christmas day at my mom's uh the boy took me for a ride in his new golf cart. And, I saw. Uh, I was like, yeah. okay, out here flexing on him. Yeah, he's uh, he's got his golf cart, so he's out there driving us around. And, he's uh, really, he's really like just diving into that CEO lifestyle. Oh yeah, yeah. He's slowly dipping his toes in there. I got him. Uh, I was able to get the um, were they the uh, the blue and black the Jordans that just came out. I believe the Elevens. Okay. They were. Yeah, yeah. I was able to. Uh, I, uh, Fortunately, won that little lottery and got that. Wow, got that and a PS5, yeah, no, man. Who so, do you know? You know, you know? I, <laughs> hey, let me tell you, I put some work in for the PS5. I, yeah. I put some time in. I was there, and you know, Best Buy gave me the shaft. I'm, I'm still mm-hmm. angry at Best Buy. You know, I'm, I'm, it's not. I'm not angry that I'm not going to shop there, but I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty angry with their whole setup. You yeah. know, I, um, I make all of my major large electronic purchases at Best Buy. Same. Love their, um, their uh, you know, the no interest deal. So anytime I want oh. something, I really don't have to think about it. I set up the no interest, you know, my washing machine goes out, no problem, just go buy it and buy one. So I maintain that, what they, I guess they call it elite status. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't really 
know what perks it gives me, but you know, you'd think they, they'd hook a brother up and you know, maybe uh, let you in a little early, but I was on there, had two PlayStations, one of the uh, one with the disc drive, one mm-hmm. with the um, the um, you know, the regular digital version, the digital, yeah. yes, had it in there, ready to go, hit had it in the cart, hit the order, doesn't go through. Mm-hmm. Wants to verify my freaking email. All wow. right, all that I order, I have all my credit cards in there, everything's ready to go. Once an email verification, of course, that takes about five minutes to ping. By the time that got there, gone, gone, gone. And that was the first day. That was the that was the day it launched. You know, I was on there. So then Walmart had their their rolling day, you know, their rolling times. I believe it was nine nine a.m. every three hours. So 12, nine a.m. Three, three six. Yeah. Yep. Each and every time I was on there, ready to go. Two browsers open, f- four different browser windows, tabs. I mean, I had it all. And each time I, I'd get it in the cart and that's the furthest I would get. Yep. And you know, the site would crash. So that was launch day. So launch day wasn't happening. And you know, I just, every day I checked and you know, I had all, I have them all bookmarked and I go through Target, Walmart and uh, Best Buy and uh, GameStop every day. And um, fortunately one day I saw that um, it was the same day that, that Best Buy was having them and Walmart was having them. Uh, Walmart said they were going to have them at three. Stayed a little late at the office that day so I could be ready. And fortunately, I was able to secure the uh, disk drive one. Um, told me it was going to be here uh, January 8th. And lo and behold, it arrived on my doorstep on the 23rd. Wow, before so, Christmas even. Yeah, so it was perfect. I got to, uh, got to play you know, during my break because I had these two weeks off. So mm-hmm. you know, I was really looking forward to having some PlayStation time. And bought spider-man and uh been playing that awesome yeah i also tried that whole walmart at designated hours and i just took l after l after Mm -hmm. l it was i'm not gonna lie man i'm upset because every time someone gets and i'm like stalking like twitter and instagram and (laughs) someone's like oh sony's gonna have a queue in like 35 minutes i'm fucking in there i left work early one day to be home at three o'clock i had like four credit cards lined up in front of me with numbers ready like i looked what's that one dude from the matrix that he's just in that room full of tvs and (laughs) monitors like i had my computer monitor up i had my work phone and my personal phone i also had my laptop i think i had mia's macbook also connected i had like a a kindle fire tablet that i found in a drawer that i like turned in put all my information in and nothing i mean GameStops went up nothing best buys went up nothing best buy is usually my go-to uh because i usually pick when i move i usually base where i'm gonna live in the closest proximity of like where the nearest best buy is like most people are like oh hey where are the schools for my kids i obviously <laughs> don't have kids They're like where's the nearest hospital no it's like i need to know where the nearest best buy is so i was actually there yesterday i bought a blender to kind of like see like kind of like ease the pain um i was like oh i'll make smoothies and the nutrition will make me feel better but nonetheless here i am full of smoothie and still sad that i don't have a ps5 yeah the uh i wish i could the only the only tip that i can give and i don't know if this worked or if it was just luck i will say that walmart did whatever they did this last time 
to combat the bots definitely worked. The site didn't crash. Oh, the site okay. actually stayed up. It was relatively it, it was relatively moving as opposed to just everything just kind of going haywire. And you having to refresh it every second. Yeah. And the one thing that I did the previous time that I had tried to order, I managed to get one in the cart. Mm -hmm. And instead of deleting it from the cart, I had it as a save for later. So mm -hmm. when they populated again, instead of actually having to go through the page where the PlayStation was, I actually just went to my cart and all of a sudden, instead of saying, you know, not available, it said add to cart. So I kind of feel like that jumped me ahead a little bit by having it by like one less page to kind of have it go through. So that may be a, a tip. You may want to try that if you can at least mm -hmm. get it in the cart and then next time just put add to cart. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm like I said, I, I really wanted to order it from Best Buy. Um, you know, I, I would have been happy with or I, my preference would actually have been two digital editions because oh, okay. I don't really have any desire for discs. I don't I don't play a lot of older games. I, I don't like the discs. I don't mm -hmm. use the discs. Um, so my preference, and then, but of course they won't let you order two of the same one. So right. I said, you know what, I'll get one of each. And so I tried that and then it, you know, then after, you know, a month goes by, I'm just like, Hey, I'll take what I can get, you know, uh, it same. is what it is. So I managed to get the, you know, the one with the disc drive. And, um, I'll tell you what, uh, first impressions, it's a damn, I knew it was big, but it, it's ridiculously it's big. It's hefty. Yeah. It, it's, it's obnoxious. Like it, it's. Uh it's obnoxiously big um i don't know why it needs to be this big uh it makes no sense but <laughs> it, it is what it is i i had to you know uh, first world problems but i didn't know how i was going to even manage it on the desk i had to do all kind of, you know i actually ended up standing it upright and um it sits next to the monitor because yeah, yeah i mean it, if i had put it down flat like i normally do it it essentially takes up almost my old desk yeah, I, I see the majority of people having it straight up. And honestly, I was like, when people were like making the, the videos and stuff about like, oh, it, it's so complicated to change it from horizontal to, I'm like, it, it, honestly, I'm, I'm pretty, I consider myself to be a pretty light hands-on type of person. I'm like, this doesn't look complicated. Look, I've, I've replaced transmissions on washing machines before. <laughs> I refuse to believe that moving this thing from one mode to another is difficult. No, it, it's a, so, it's a simple screw and it, it actually, the base screws into the bottom. Yeah. But and, the shape um, I feel like makes it, cause for instance, my PS4 pro that I have right now, uh, it's actually mounted to the wall. Cause there's this company called, I think it's called hide it mounts mm -hmm. where it looks like it's just floating. Um, with mm -hmm. the exception of millions of wires that I have coming out of it, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, like I, I'm like I, 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 I guess in my head I'm like, what does a company like this do for like a console that is so oddly shaped? Because you know it's not really flat, it's or not flush on any way. So I don't really see myself doing that. So I would have to basically have it on the table on the entertainment center or something like that. Which, you know, it, it it's it's fine. I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll get over it or like find. Come, but honestly, I'm probably not gonna have to worry about how I'm gonna position my PlayStation Five at the rate things are going until like <laughs> at least May of 2021. If I had a, if I had a guess, uh, <laughs> a date on it, but uh, you know, yeah, that, that's awesome, man. I was glad to hear because uh, I, I love hearing the perspective from uh, you know, you obviously being a parent, uh, and now this being Christmas time, the time of giving, if you will. And I always enjoy, especially you being a gamer dad with a son who plays games also. 
Like, I, I, I don't know. That whole, I, I told you in the last time you were on, I was like, you make being a parent seem cool. So I always enjoy that perspective. But, uh, yeah, before we, we go on with our just general conversation and catching up and all that, I just want to take this time. Guys, this week, I'm sorry I failed you. I don't have any sort of intelligent quip to transition into our platinum tier patrons. I'm sorry. I know I let you down. Okay. Next week, I will come hard. I, I promise. But uh, <laughs> I just want to take this time to thank our Patreon supporters, uh, Nathan S. and Joanne. Obviously, the show is what it is because of you guys. And if you want to support the Gaming Disorder podcast at any one of our tiers, please head over to patreon.com slash the Gaming Disorder podcast. And there's my obligatory promotion for the show. So, but yeah, Ken, uh, before we keep going, uh, I just wanted to touch on a couple of news uh, news items here for our news drop for the week. Drop it. Kind of pick your brain about some of these because I, I you much like myself, an avid PlayStation fan. Um, so I always love to pick your brain about stuff. And also one that's not necessarily PlayStation centric, but that is kind of just taking over the gaming space as a whole. But the first uh, article that I have here is uh, Cyberpunk 2077, class action lawsuit filed against CD Projekt. I just saw that. So New York-based Rosen Law Firm has filed a first class action lawsuit against Cyberpunk 2077's publisher, CD Projekt SA, due to its alleged violation in federal security laws. Uh, it was announced in a press release. Uh, Rosen Law Firm is filing the class action lawsuit on behalf of purchasers of the securities of CD Projekt SA between January 16th and December 17th, 2020, and it is seeking to recover damages for CD Projekt investors under the federal securities laws. So, in yet another chunk of gas thrown on the fire that seems to be Cyberpunk 2077, obviously. Uh, consumers aren't happy, developers aren't happy, and guess what? Now the investors aren't happy. So unhappy that they've led to this class action lawsuit. Tell me, Kenny, uh, I don't know if we've talked about it on much. Have you played Cyberpunk? I'm sure you've I, at least heard of everything going on. Of course, and I'll tell you, I had no interest in the game at all mm-hmm. from from the start. It wasn't even on my radar. Same. Um, the hype started building for it about this and, you know, about just in general and i you know one eye kind of was it just okay again had no no particularly interest in it um i guess i i would say it's a complete neither negative nor positive i just i i literally wasn't even on my radar yeah you're neutral and my buddy uh that i played a lot of destiny with and you know one of my my main gamer friends had he was super super stoked about it mm. super stoked and I mean, he sent me a few text messages, you know, how excited he was and he's taking the week off. And, you know, I was like, oh man, you know, like, well, tell me about it. So he starts telling me about the game and, you know, from, and he's telling me from my perspective, you know, what I would like, you know, the loot collecting, the um, number crunching, you know, that open world, that kind of stuff. And it sounded interesting, but, you know, I knew I was on the uh, cusp of eventually getting a PlayStation 5. So I said, you know, why why start it on PlayStation 4? Yeah. I can find something to occupy my time, so I'll just wait. And that's kind of what I, you know, I, since I wasn't excited about it one way or another and I wasn't really anticipating, I said, you know, why don't I just wait? No big deal. You know, I, um, you know, the last, I've been burned more than a few times, but, you know, Anthem really stings 
Oh, yeah. So I'm a lot more cautious on these these um, grandiose, these uh, overhyped yeah. things that, you know, until they come out. Um, so I, you know, I, I've completely wasted $80 or whatever I spent on Anthem and was super excited for it. It was going to be the Destiny Killer, you know, the latest Destiny Killer, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I was all excited, played the beta. And I liked it, didn't love it, but I, I, you know, it was just a beta. So I said, oh, the game will be better. And it was garbage. It was a, a dumpster fire. Um, there wasn't really anything fun about it. It looked nice, but it, the, the gameplay loop sucked. The, uh, I, it, just, it wasn't a good game. And I never picked it up again. And um, so I'm a lot more cautious. And with Cyberpunk, I, fig- I figured, oh, you know, I'll wait till see what happens and play I'll, by then I'll get the PlayStation 5 and you know if the reviews are good I'll try it out and um, be- before I could even send a text to my friend to ask him how how he liked it I just the internet exploded with just the the vitriol and and spewing of hey I, I just I couldn't believe that it was such a dumpster fire and you know it I'm kind of glad I didn't buy it and I felt bad for him so I, you know, when I finally connected with him, he, you know, he, he echoed some of the, he was having fun with it, but he echoed a lot of the same issues that it was having. But, um, you know, I'm not sure where he, I haven't talked to him in a few, yeah. in about a week, so I'm not sure where he is with it now. But, you know, he, he said he, he was, it, it definitely didn't meet his expectations, but that he was enjoying himself. And that's about the last I've heard of it. And then, yeah, then I just saw the, the headline maybe about an hour, hour and a half ago about the, um, about the lawsuit. And, I know PlayStation. I saw the headlines that they were issuing refunds for it. Yeah. So, yeah, going as far as to take it off of the PlayStation Network. Yeah. Uh, to even purchase. Now, I bought it because I was like, okay, obviously having the podcast now, I almost feel like this obligation to play everything. Yep. Uh, just to be in kind of the now and to be able to have these conversations. In fact, I think out of the three of us in terms of the podcast i think i'm the only one who's actually played cyberpunk extensively i'll have to check with kelsey but um i could have honestly not played this game but because this was like in my opinion like the last hoorah for now last gen consoles obviously being Mm -hmm. xbox one and ps4 i'm like i gotta i kind of gotta dive in you know and and see what it's about and man this game is rough and I'm just, I'm just confused, and this game should have probably come out in the middle of 2021. And I know I've stated before that obviously decisions like that are very difficult to make because, you know, companies and shareholders need to start posting like profits for certain quarters if viable. But it, it's it's one of those things of where, like, I know that the developers wanted to be that they wanted it to be great. Obviously, it's a very ambitious game. I have a feeling the majority of this is probably like higher ups in the company pushing to release it. Because I can't imagine any developer who worked on this game and the current state that it's in and being like, yeah, let's put this out and let this be the first (laughs) cyberpunk experience that people have. Because, I mean, I don't know if this is an insult or a praise to cyberpunk, but playing cyberpunk made me go back and start playing GTA V. Because I wanted to play an open world game with good driving mechanics and good shooting mechanics and with a good story. And honestly, I'm having a lot more fun replaying GTA 5 than I have with Cyberpunk. 
because to me the game just what it's supposed to do it doesn't even do as good as some of the games that already have come out so for instance like the driving i hate the driving the driving is it, it does not feel good to me and whether it's in a motorcycle whether it's in a car the driving just does not feel good it to me it just reminds me like early stage ps3 games in terms of driving like i'm well, pretty sure far cry 3 that originally came out on the ps3 has better mm-hmm. driving than like cyberpunk which puts a heavy emphasis on driving and same thing with the shooting the shooting kind of feels like borderlands but not as clean and the the city is massive but even then like it's it's i'm i'm trying not to hold too much stuff against it in terms of how buggy and like how many patches it needs because i know that with time mm-hmm. they those things are going to be fixed hopefully but it it's like the things that i wanted this game to do great like it's not even doing half as well as some of the past experiences i have like i wanted to go into this with it being like a new fallout or something like that mm-hmm. um, because i never really cared for the medieval setting so i could not get into the witcher um and it's just a lot of design issues that i kind of have like a choice with like it just seems like every like minute and a half some new person is calling your phone you're like hey you don't know who i am but i basically run things in night city and if you need help <laughs> you call me and i was like how many of these people are there <laughs> like i don't even <laughs> fucking know you there's a guy named mr hands and you just call me. He's like, "Hey, I'm the guy who gets stuff done." If you, I'm like, "Dude, leave me alone." First of all, how'd you get my number? <laughs> um, but yeah, that always happens. People, the game is very busy, and the the sad part is, I really want to like this game. I really do because the whole concept of like a future world where like cybernetic enhancements are like the norm and how that affects people and how society has changed towards it and like the the dichotomy between like the elites and the kind of like the street kids and things like that like that concept is so cool to me um way easier for me to get into than like a high fantasy setting like something like the witcher like the witcher but it just i'm like what you're supposed to be doing best doesn't feel that good and it's hard for me to stay into it so much to the point where like i'm literally just not even gonna play it until like maybe like february hopefully a good amount of patches have come out for it by then but it just yeah this game is rough and i'm glad for the people who are obviously like the pc people who have like a five thousand dollar setup and the game runs really well for them like i'm happy for you but the truth of the matter is like that's not the common experience of of your average consumer whether they be on console or maybe have a pc that's just not that strong or playing on xbox or whatever um and i'm just like that sucks <laughs> that well, sucks because i kind of started leaning towards being excited for the game and it's just not where it needs to be the the to unpack everything you just said the the biggest thing that stuck out to me is take all the bugs and everything aside if the core driving experience sucks mm-hmm. and then the shooting is subpar uh, for me it's a non-starter already yeah you know i I don't care how good a game is. I don't care how good the story is. I don't care how, I mean, even you take a game like The Last of Us, one or two. Yeah. Yeah, the story drives you and it's emotional and it keeps you going. But if the gameplay isn't fun, yeah, I don't care. I mean, I'll go watch a movie. And, exactly. and you know, that's the thing. 
um, you know, I, I look at some of my, my favorite games, uh, GTA, open world GTA 5, mm-hmm. um, or Spider, take Spider-Man, for example. The, the, those two, the core components of getting around in GTA 5 is driving. Yeah. And the driving is amazing. Yeah. Whether it's a motorcycle, whether it's a car. I mean, when I first got GTA 5, there were times where I literally just spent an hour driving around Southern California. Yeah. And cranked up the music and just drove and just lost myself on the freeway just driving because it was that much fun. So, and then Spider-Man, the core movement is, is web swinging. And they did such a good job with the way he moves and the way you swing around that there were times where all I wanted to do was just swing around the city and collect little charms or whatever the, you know, the, the backpacks, backpacks or, yeah. you know, in, in the new Spider-Man, it's um, these uh, uh, time capsule things that him and his buddy have. And that's, it, that's all I wanted to do. So when you knock that out of the park, all the rest of the stuff, you know, falls falls in line. When the you know you look at a game like Destiny, the reason that you can play these things over and over is because of the core mechanic. The shooting is so amazing that it's fun to just run a strike that you've ran fifty times because just shooting stuff is cool. Yeah. And you know when you when you knock that out, you can you'll overlook bugs and you'll overlook lack of content. Um, you know, going back to Anthem and not to pile on them, but the core mechanics of the game weren't that fun. The shooting wasn't that fun. You know, the the gameplay loop, it wasn't fun. So it didn't matter what else they did or if there was an end game or if there wasn't. At the end of the day, it just wasn't that fun of a game to play. And, you know, it sounds like Cyberpunk, if if they're not doing the driving right and they're not doing the shooting right, I don't care what bugs they fix. It really doesn't interest me. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, I don't want to disparage the shooting too much. It just... I wanted the shooting to feel kind of like Destiny, and I know that that's asking a lot because obviously yeah. Bungie, Activision, much larger companies than um, than you know CD Projekt. But I mean, when we kind of look at it, it's like yeah, Cyberpunk has been in development for like almost ten years, and I'm not saying that there was like a mismanagement in time, but I feel like any game in development for that long is almost cursed to not live up to its hype because so much time passes and mm-hmm. technology changes. And by the time they announced the game and the game came out, what people were playing on was completely different. So, and yeah, people get dev kits for like next gen pretty early, which is obviously why you're able to have games, uh, you know, uh, next gen exclusives at launch. Mm-hmm. But it, it the shooting just doesn't feel crisp. Like, the reticles are kind of, like, weirdly sized, and I feel like I'm struggling to see, plus a lot of the text was small, and I have pretty good eyesight, so it's not even like, oh, you know, it's like a thing, it's like, man, I I feel bad for anyone who has to wear, like, glasses or, you know, is trouble reading smaller print, because a lot of the text is small in the game, like... Yeah, I think patching all the weird things that are wrong with it doesn't... Unless they plan on completely patching the way the driving works and interacts, like... It, for a game that's basically like, yo, do what you want. This is your city. And I'm like, okay, there are just certain things that feel off to me. Like, why is it I'm driving my car full speed and I'm used to like GTA where you hop out that motherfucker and you're just ragdolling. No, oh, this done. game, like the car comes completely to a stop and then you get out. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. 
Um, and then like GTA, and I'm gonna use GTA because it's a big open world and driving is heavy emphasis on it. Um, and you know, GTA, you shoot the water, you see the bullets. And this one, you're just shooting into the abyss. You know, there's no reaction from it or anything like that. But it, it's just, it's sad because I started liking it and I, I like the concept of cyberpunk. And that's, it sounds like there's no polish. Yeah, no, there's definitely no polish. Um, and it sucks because it's a game that's constantly getting in its way. Constantly getting in its way. I think for... I'm not saying that I like games that hold my hand, but Cyberpunk is so massive in terms of what it throws in your face, and it doesn't really do a whole lot of explaining to you. Or maybe I just skipped something that I was supposed to, but I was 15 hours into that game before I even realized that crafting was an option. You know? <laughs> like, that crafting was even an option. And then there's, like, these random segments where I'm just driving around town. And then there's these guys, and they just start shooting at me. I'm like, why are they shooting at me? Like, I just started a playthrough. Like, I wasn't sure if it was, like, a Fallout New Vegas thing. I don't know if you ever played New Vegas, Kenny. But um, where, like, if you aligned yourself with one faction, their mm -hmm. rival faction, if they saw you, it was, like, on site. They'd automatically start shooting yeah. at me. But Cyberpunk hasn't told me that there's anything like that. I had a bug where just the brakes didn't work and i accidentally plowed into a crowd of people and now the police are coming after me and one of the things i didn't like was it just the design of how the police come after you doesn't make sense once again in gta it makes sense cars start showing up the guys are looking for you yada yada this one was like i am in a room that has one door in and one door out i have my, i'm at the rear side of the room i am facing the door and then enemies just start spawning behind me and I'm like, how? There is literally no way for you to be in this room unless you came in through the door. So a lot of things like that. I was just, you know, I, I hope that it'll get patched. But honestly, like, I, I was really disappointed by it because I, I realized that I really am in a mood for, like, a new Western RPG. Like, I'm so mad that Bethesda decided to do Fallout 76 instead of doing Fallout 5 mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever Fallout they decided to do next. Um, because I do like, you know, oh, going into this area, clearing out these enemies, searching all these containers, getting different rarities of gear, and, you know, it just, it's yeah. a game that's constantly getting in its way, and even with the patches, like, the other issues that I have with it, like I said, I much prefer the shooting to Borderlands, I don't know if you ever played Borderlands, Kenny. A little um, bit. But, a little I, bit. like, the, the shooting feels way better in Borderlands, and I'm like, how is it that this game that came out four years ago, like... Or even more than that, I don't know when Borderlands 3 came out. Um, but even Borderlands 2, I much prefer the shooting in Borderlands 2 than Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, that, um, that just does not sound... That just sounds like a recipe for disaster, at least in my, you know, at least for me. Uh, yeah. just, there's nothing, nothing interesting about that. Yeah, so we'll see what the future holds for Cyberpunk. Uh, the second story, this one's just kind of quick. Uh, I, I think you might get a kick out of this, and I'm kind of curious to pick your brain about it. Uh, it says, Sony has seven TV shows and three movies in development based on PlayStation games. So, Sony Pictures chairman and CEO, Tony, I'm going to butcher this name, Vincicara, <laughs> God, I'm Spanish, that's a shame, uh, has revealed that his studio is currently developing seven TV shows and three movies placed, uh, based on PlayStation games. Post, Vincicara announced that news while talking about Sony's idea to have much more integration between all of its entertainment properties, including PlayStation. So... I remember initially hearing about like PlayStation Studios and them actually doing like shows. I think they're doing a Last of Us show for HBO. Division. Um, 
Division. I think they're also obviously the Uncharted movie with Tom mm-hmm. Holland um, and Mark Wahlberg. Which, come on, guys, can we stop putting Mark Wahlberg in movies? Like, I'm 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 tired of pretending that he's a good actor. All right, I'm just gonna throw <laughs> that out there. Like, only put him in comedic roles. I do not want to see him as Sully. All right, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I'm curious, Kenny, uh, because I think it's pretty well known that traditionally video game movies suck ass never been good they're never really been good ones like in my opinion when i think of quote-unquote video game movies that i actually enjoy the first resident evil i actually enjoyed everyone after that kind of fell off um and then you have like doom with the rock that i think was terrible you had like the mid to late 90s mortal Kombat movies which for their time i think were okay you have Laura Croft with uh oh god what's her name uh, uh, Angelina, Jolie. Angelina Jolie which I know I'm like can we stop trying to compete with the mainstream and like trying to bring you know movies or video games into like the now I'm like just let let's have our thing who cares about the general audience like and then there are other adaptations that do it so much better first of all like I know a lot of people really liked The Witcher series on Netflix. So I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Barely understood it. Barely oh, yeah, understood it. Me. It was confusing yeah. because I, re- <laughs> I re- it took me like three watchings to realize, oh, these episodes aren't, what is the word, canonical? Can- yeah, can- it, was, it was about, it was at least about six episodes before I realized like, we're on different times and different not, time periods yeah. yeah we're not we're not in chronological order that's the word you're looking for there you go not chronological yeah. i'm an idiot um, so yeah and, and like netflix's castlevania the animated series uh i fucking love that show and it's one of my favorite shows like that's it's one of my favorite forms of media based on a game that's not an actual game so the series like i think a last of a series if i remember correctly the Last of Us series is coming out on HBO is done by the same guy that did the Chernobyl series on HBO, yeah. and that is a great listen. That was incredible. anyone out there listening. If you have not watched Chernobyl on HBO, I need you to do that. If you don't have HBO, find it illegally um, because it is that good. It is worth the FBI coming to your door for piracy laws because that show is incredible. Uh, it's also like six episodes, super easy to digest in one day. Like if you want some light Sunday morning watching, watch the tragedy of Chernobyl on HBO. Um, but yeah, it, let me ask you this, Ken, because I always appreciate your opinion, your insight, your fatherly wisdom, <laughs> if you will. I want you to pick, take a franchise, any franchise you want, and you can pick movie or TV series, and and you can make it in a way that it would be good. What would your choice be? Huh. Let's say you have an infinite budget. You want to, you can cast who you want to cast, and and you know you you just go for it. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, as someone that's played the division, good, bad, and, and ugly, you know, a game that is very polarizing and has taken its lumps, rightfully so. And you know, they really massive the developers. You know, ha- have fix their game i don't know how many times only to break it then to refix it but there's something about it that's that just grabs you and there's something about the the game world and about the shooting and the loot collecting that has always brought me back even with all the issues 
the the lore behind it is actually very interesting and, mm-hmm. and you could do a, a, a really good series with it if done right um, I think that that could be really good uncharted of course the thing with uncharted though uncharted is essentially a movie that you play anyway yeah so yeah, that's a, that's a no-brainer I mean you just, it almost you could take the cutscenes and sew them together and you have a, a pretty cohesive entertaining movie itself so uh, you know that's that seems like a slam dunk if you just you know do it right um, the division could be a series it could be a movie um, you could do a lot with it I think a, a series would be really good uh, going back to Chernobyl there's some there's something that I that I find that I really enjoy and Chernobyl did this and I don't know if you watched um, oh god it was another HBO they called it a limited series uh, about a, a kid that gets arrested and goes to jail um, oh, the name escapes me but it's essentially to do a season of television from mm-hmm. start to finish with without the intent of continuing it. So basically like a really long movie. Yeah. I uh, really enjoy I really enjoy that. I, I like that it's a beginning and an end and That's it. Yeah, that's it. And you don't have to worry about them setting up anything for later. Um, and if they do, I like what um, the the Tom Clancy show on uh, on Amazon did oh, a really uh, good job. Ghost, not Ghost Protocol. The one with uh, Jim from The Office. Yeah, the uh, Jack. Uh, nah, Jack know. Ryan. Yeah, Jack Ryan. So I was to say Jack Reacher, but I'm what's sure what's really Clancy. good is each. You know, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but each season is almost like independent. Like yeah. it, obviously a continuation, but the season resolves itself, and it's really satisfying for a beginning and an end like that. And mm-hmm. I think you could do an eight episode arc or an eight episode you know limited series with a division and, and actually make it really interesting that game world the the you know especially now with the pandemic i mean essentially it's there's a lot of analogs to what we're dealing with now only this one is obviously um the the one in the game is is manufactured purposely but um just the idea of these covert uh, agents living amongst us and and having to be activated and then the first wave coming in and um, disappearing and then having to send a second wave in to pick up the pieces. And um, it's a, it's a very interesting concept. And the, uh, the setting of the first game in winter in New York, I mean, it, it is very immersive. It's a, it's an incredible setting. In fact, a lot of people that play the second one long for that, you know, w- winter in New York, you're, you're kind of in the summer in DC in the second one. And um, I, I'd love to see that done right. Mm-hmm. And I believe Jake Gyllenhaal is attached to it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it could be done, you know, if it's done right, it, it could be interesting. And I'm hoping that it goes the way of, of The Witcher. It, there's one thing about The Witcher that, that I enjoyed. There were no hokiness. There were no gaming, quote unquote, like, like little gaming things to kind of nod and wink that it was a video game. And I feel like all the other video game movies have, have tried that. Yeah. And it never comes out right. You know, I think even in, remember Doom had like a first person view. And you're like, come on, I'm watching a movie. Like, why? Not going to lie. I tried to block out most of Doom. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, just... I feel like you're halfway committing to two things. Like, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying because I feel like you're either going to make a good movie or you're going to make a good video game. And it's hard to just make a good video game movie just because of how you consume the media is so radically different. 
uh, with the exception of like Naughty Dog games that are basically movies. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that the reason The Witcher is so good is because if you wiped everyone's memory that The Witcher was not a video game, the series stands alone on its own. Like Correct. it is a yeah. good series, uh, from what I understood at least. Um, it well, also... and how mm-hmm. not to cut you off, but yeah, how yeah. also how close you are to the subject matter and your expectations. You know, um, one of the things for me is, you know, I think about like the Marvel movies, yeah. and I absolutely love the Marvel movies. I mean, I'm uh, it's one of my favorite things to to watch. I mean, I, I the 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 whole world that they created, the way they connect. But one one of the things I think that helps me with that is the fact that I only have a cursory knowledge of comic books. Yeah. I'm not so invested that when they change something or they tweak something or they don't tell it like the comic book told it, it doesn't affect me because I don't know enough about the comics to know what they're doing. Yeah. And I think that is part of the the problem with video games is you have this expectation and it's a similar like when you take a book and you make it into a movie. You know, you have these expectations. You know, when um, when they made my favorite book, um, <laughs> and now why I can't remember. This is embarrassing. Moneyball. But um, what's that? Moneyball. No, no, no <laughs> not Moneyball. Um, Ready Player One. You know, oh yeah, my yeah, all-time yeah. favorite book. Absolutely loved it. Read it cover to cover. Great you know, book. It, okay, just, movie. Yeah. And the movie was, but but I went into the movie not giving a shit. You know, I right. knew that there was no way they were going to do that book justice because of the just the breadth of how wide that book covered and how much subject matter and how many just little nods and winks to all these different properties that they were just, it was impossible. But, you know, if you go in there expecting that, you're going to be disappointed 99% of the time. Oh, yeah. And it's the same thing with with video game movies, you know. I mean, and then sometimes it's just it's just a dumpster fire. I mean, what Mar- Mario? Like, come on, oh. you know what I mean? Like, like why? Oh God, what is the guy who? Not Jean Leguizamo, the other guy. I can't remember. His no, name. Bob Hoskins. Yes, from also from Who Framed? Was it Who, who was Framed Roger Rabbit? Who Framed Roger yeah, Roger Rabbit, great actor, uh, terrible movie. Uh, John Leguizamo. So I, I need to see him in more movies. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Monster Hunter, the movie with uh, Mila Jovanovic, uh-huh. whatever her last name is, I'm sorry. Um, I think it got like a two from like GameStop. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, not GameStop, GameSpot. And then IGN was like three. This movie is terrible. And I was like, yeah, because I feel like studios are basically like, hey, we're going to do well based on name alone. And I was like, no, like, that's not enough. That is not enough anymore. Like, it is... I think people, like, liked the Sonic movie. And I was like, okay, I haven't seen it yet. And some people who I know who have seen it, they're like, no, it was actually good. And I was like, it's sad that we praise movies that are just good as opposed (laughs) to great because that's where we're at. My choice, I have two of them. And one is kind of like this idea that I've I've been romantically in love with. Um, It is... I don't know if you played any of the Infamous games. But yeah. the infamous games had a moral choice to them. You mm-hmm. could have like a good playthrough or an evil playthrough. I would love to see a TV series based on the infamous games that kind of works like that one episode of Black Mirror. Yep. That was mm-hmm. like choose your own adventure, mm-hmm. where it's like you can choose the good path, you can choose the bad path, and you can see how it progresses. 
and do it kind of dark because you have like the success of these tv shows that are like now like quote-unquote comics you have shows like the umbrella academy and the boys and you know you have these franchises that prove that you can tell stories about people with powers and have them be like actually good so i would love to see like an infamous story that has like a pick your own adventure uh like tell me the good side tell me the bad side i i think that idea would be pretty cool and then um my other one that i would have to pick it's a tv series i think they're trying to make it into a movie it makes me sad that they are I just want to see a Metal Gear series, man. Oh, yeah. I want to see it be good. I want to see a live-action Psycho Mantis. I want to see a live-action Fat Man on rollerblades and, like, the, the bomber vest, you know. But, again, <sighs> that's a... I mean, and, and again, and you know my love for Metal Gear, so yeah. not to take anything away from the incredible stealth gameplay and just everything about the game that's incredibly fun, but essentially, you're that's a movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember playing, I believe it was Metal Gear, not 3, the one that came after 3, whatever they called it, uh, Guns of the Patriots, Guns I of think. The Patriots or uh, I Snake, swear Snake to God, Eater? yeah, it was Guns of the Patriots. There was like an hour cutscene in the middle of the game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I knew when no Metal Gear. Game. I know exactly what you're talking about, too, because when I was playing Guns of the Patriots... I knew when a cutscene come on, I was like, oh, I can charge my controller right now. I oh, can, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It was like an hour. And, right. I mean, the game was incredible. I had a, a blast with it. But, yeah. uh, I mean, an hour? <laughs> I mean, damn. How many times I saw this fucking egg on the pan? <laughs> <laughs> this egg, this high-resolution egg. Mind you, I loved the egg. Uh, great. Shout out to Hideo Kojima. He knows his egg yolk <laughs> mechanics. He knows how to really render uh, egg whites. So I hope wherever you are, Hideo, <laughs> that you are currently working on new egg mechanics because I can't wait. I, I, God, I, I, uh, I just want to know what he's doing. Like, what do you tell Next me? Next-gen egg me? mechanics are, are going to be incredible. The, 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 what is it? The ray tracing on the yolk. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the shadows. Oh, God. But, yeah, I, I, I definitely co-signed that. I mean, Metal Gear, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of lore. There's a lot of interesting stories. And do it like do it a series or do it like a movie and uh, you know essentially watch the cutscenes and, and I mean you'd be pretty satisfied. It's an interesting story and uh, yeah, yeah. I I would love to, to see it. Who who would you pick to play uh, Solid Snake? I'll tell you, I was when I saw uh, uh, Oscar Isaac mm-hmm. the name, I was like, oh really? Then I saw the picture of him mm-hmm. and it he looks pretty good, but I don't know. I just David Hayter is is the only he, person. He's that, always going to be David. He's yeah, always like be the thing. voice, the I mean, everything about it, Man. the look, the you know, I mean, I I don't know if I could, I don't, you know, and I'm really bad at that. Mm. Um, I can recognize it when it's when when they hit a home run. I mean, you know, going back to Marvel, I mean, could you could you get a better Tony Stark than than yeah, Robert, Robert Downey Jr.? I mean, I feel like that's the pinnacle. I mean. You know, Chadwick Boseman, rest yeah. in peace, was, I mean, an incredible Black Panther. I mean, just seemed to fit that role. I mean, Tom Holland, I think, is a great Spider-Man for, for that. I mean, I think they've done some, some incredible casting. I mean, in, I can recognize it when it's there, but I'm not always that great about, um, you know, seeing it in the future. 
I mean, you know, I do like the, uh, you know, going back to Marvel, the Fantastic Four. I think Jim from The Office would be a great Mr. Uh, Mr. Fantastic. Ooh, you know, okay. I think that's that's like my, my dream casting for that. Um, yeah, he but, would uh, kind of make a good he, Reed Richards. Now that I think about Reed it. Richards, like, yeah, like yeah. that's. It's funny that you just, said that because I saw they just picked, uh, was it Juan Carlo Esposito? Who, as a lot of people will know, is um, he is Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. He is also. Have you watched The Mandalorian? Oh, have I? He is also. Uh, what is his name? Uh, uh, Moth, uh, Moth, Moth Gideon. Moth Gideon in that guy's in phenomenal. He's supposed to be Doctor Doom in the next live action. Uh, he's uh, he's phenomenal. Four. I listen, man. I fucking love this guy as an actor. Oh um, yeah. He's great. He's incredible. I can't p- think of one, but like, if I had a Metal Gear TV series, I can tell you people who I'd want to be in it, and then we could pick out their roles later. I would love to see Juan Carlos Pizzito in it. I would love to see Gary Oldman, probably like one of my all-time favorite actors. <laughs> most, yeah. most of you know him, Commissioner Gordon. I know him as Detective Sands from Leon the Professional. Um, and I would Don't love to about see... Drexel. Yes. Oh God. Such a great role. Uh, uh, and I would love to see, um, God, how am I forgetting this guy's name? I said Gary Oldman on Crow's Pursuit. Oh, and, uh, Christoph Waltz. Okay. Uh, yeah. Colonel Hans Landa, uh, yep. from Inglorious Bastards. And also he was in the lead of battle angel. He was in Django Unchained. I would love to see him in like a metal gear role. I think that would be cool. Like, I would love to see him do like an Otacon kind of, you know, like this, like kind of like weeb computer. He's a little old, but it it could work. Um, Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking that we'll get we'll get Steve Harvey to be the DARPA chief. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We'll get no, we'll get Chris Tucker to be the DARPA chief. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could it could be good. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, you could probably shoehorn uh, the Mandalorian in there, the Red Viper. Yeah, yeah. What's his, like, his name's escaping me, but... Uh, uh, you shoot... t- Wait, you talking about uh, Pedro Pascal? Yeah, Pedro Pascal. You could shoot him in there somewhere. He was just in Wonder Woman, and I gotta admit, not a great movie. It was trash. okay. It was okay. It was I was trash. I never saw the first one, but I was like, yo, the CG's not great, So, and I hate when movies have uh, like a concept of, oh, here's a wish, you know, because I feel like you kind of break the plot hole because technically couldn't someone have wished oh, spoilers for wonder woman 84 by the way uh couldn't someone had just been like oh i wish for everyone's wishes to be here's like rescinded or whatever i wanted to love it yeah i wanted it to be good here i i very much enjoyed the first one mm-hmm. never saw it i, I it was good I, I liked it but i liked even more that it was a woman-led superhero movie yeah, that was good and, Gal Gadot. and well done, and of course Gal Gadot but, could literally spit in my mouth, and yeah. I would probably ask for seconds. So I love the fact that, and and selfishly, the reason I, I was so excited because I was sick and tired of hearing the the drivel that a woman led superhero movie won't sell because I wanted a Black Widow movie. Yeah, and and when when Wonder Woman hit a home run. I was excited. One, because I enjoyed the movie. Two, because I feel felt like now the the whole narrative that a, you can't do a woman a woman led superhero movie could die down, and we could get a good Black Widow movie. Right. And uh, I, so 
uh, we were excited when when we saw that the second one was coming out. We, we in fact we watched it. Um, I think on the the night of the twenty. Yeah, we we watched it. We got home from Christmas. Yeah, that and day. And we were excited to see it. And both me and and Judith, she fell asleep, woke up, and went back to sleep because she was that uninterested. And I, it just it was a mess. It was way too long. It was like two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. It was convoluted. It just it did not. The it wasn't it just wasn't good, yeah. um, and and I was very disappointed because like I said I really enjoyed the first one I wanted to really I wanted to like it. I have to see the first one because I haven't I've seen like bits and pieces, but like I liked the whole little intro sequence when she's a little girl and they do this like tournament on what is it the mascara, yeah uh, their island, um. And I thought that was pretty cool. And then I was like, oh, okay, so apparently this dude, spoilers for Wonder Woman 84, um, that this dude's like, oh, yeah, like I want him to come back. And I was like, but you're Wonder Woman. You were Diana. Like, if there was ever the concept of a woman who's like, I don't need a man, it yeah. is you. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you crippling this character to like, I'll never love again? I was like, you. Yeah can like fight on par with like superman and these motherfuckers and you're over here worrying about who is it chris pine Mm -hmm. chris pine of star trek fame is who you're (laughs) worrying about but you know i'll i'll have to watch the second the first one and it it doesn't there's nothing you're going to see in the first one that's going to that's going to change your opinion that there's any reason that she should be uh no pun intended, pining over this guy. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, so there's nothing you're going to see. And then, you know, like you said, she's Wonder Woman. Like, she knows the deal. She's going to live a lot longer than this dude. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that she's she's still so heartbroken over him, it, it is, it's kind of, it does kind of diminish the character in general. Um, and, you know, I like I said, I, I really wanted to enjoy it, and I was very much, I was very disappointed um you know we're, we're going on a long time since a good superhero movie yeah and you know the only thing i can can, can do is go watch the trailer for loki again and yeah. get excited about that he's <laughs> supposed to be db cooper that was a that was a nice little wrinkle i, I thought that was clever and the only reason i know yeah. about db cooper is because of the movie without a paddle uh with seth green and oh i don't even i, I don't even remember that i've always been a um uh, that that story is always fascinated for me from the first time I heard it when I was younger. Yeah, there's an early 2000s movie called, uh, I think it's called... I, I know what you're talking about. I've never seen it. But and I, it's like I know, about yeah. three best friends who are trying to find D.B. Cooper's treasure. And the first time I saw them, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I looked it up. I was like, oh, this is a real thing. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's a I'm, neat story. I, yeah. So we'll see how Loki turns out. Um, but yeah, so that's really... That, 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 I feel like we, we got a good bit in on terms of movies and tv shows um i'm still waiting for the day that they make like a, a video game movie that just is so phenomenally great because i feel like people like what what do executives think are gonna happen like you're gonna be like oh my god people loved the gran turismo movie so much that we we are like outselling ps4s and ps5s because <laughs> everyone wants to play gran turismo and what is it, fucking Jesse Pinkman in the Need for Speed movie? I'm like, <laughs> give, please give me a break. Please give me a break. Please stop making terrible video game movies. And, you know, hire me and Kenny. We'll write. Kenny, I, I'm, look, this is probably coming from a place of hubris. 
I feel me and you could legitimately write a better Metal Gear movie than whatever movie comes out. We could do a damn good job. Because we're fans. Yeah. We know. Much like what they did with The Mandalorian, which is, is like, we know what Star Wars fans want. You know? Yep. Um, and they hit a home run. That's oh, one of the best things I've watched in a very long time. Dude, it is so crazy that Darth Maul was just Princess Leia the whole time. I cannot believe that season two reveal. It was just, honestly, I was grounded. I was grounded. It, it was, it, it swept me off my feet. Much like Anakin crawling up the hill when Obi-Wan slices him in half, I was floored. Um, watch The Mandalorian. It's fucking great. Um, but yeah, so that does it for the news i know we had a bit of a long news segment that one but uh you know that's what we're here for we're here to just talk and catch up kenny tell me christmas just happened how aside from the cart what 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 did the boy get how did what did you receive did you receive anything cool tell me he uh well you know he got about about 120 bucks in PlayStation cards. Nice. So he picked up the uh, Call of Duty, uh, the newest one. Black Ops the, Cold uh, War. The Mondo $99 pack or whatever yeah, whatever that comes with. So he's he's been playing that. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I just downloaded it on PlayStation 5 to give it a run, maybe play some zombies with him. Zombies um, is fun, I will say. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a big Call of Duty person, but I'll definitely run some zombies with a boy. Um, he got the Jordans. He got a new fresh pair of Air Force Ones. Getting his, uh, he's you know getting his shoe game on. I see that, yeah. Uh, he got a new gaming chair. Nice. And uh, we got him a new television to kind of take advantage of the uh, PlayStation Five when he gets his own in his room. Um, I put the the one we got. I put it in the uh, the main, uh, um, my main setup because really he's playing a lot of Fortnite and he's still he's playing that Call oh, of Duty. Oh, he's still in so Fortnite. He's, nice. Yeah, Impressive. he's still he's still pushing through Fortnite. Um, and uh, we put the pro in his room so he could kind of take advantage of the better quality. But yeah, I got a new television, just some you nice. know odds and ends, clothes and socks. Yeah, because and... I think uh, Fortnite just did that Galactus event, right? I yeah, haven't played Fortnite since like, I mean, I think, all I remember is like that season there was like a John Wick skin, and I think that's yep. when I played Fortnite, and I probably played it for like a season after that. But um, I, I'm I'm curious because Kenny, I feel not Kenny, uh, that's you. Uh, your son, I feel he's in like that perfect demographic for like oh, he what loves Fortnite it. is shooting for, and I would, I, I, I just, I'd be lying if I said I didn't love just the idea of like, this is what kids get to grow up with now. Like, yo, say what you want about Fortnite, but it is a, no pun intended, a marvel at just oh yeah the events that they do and how big the game is and how they constantly refresh it to keep it new and like it's so big to the point that like people who don't even play video games know what fucking Fortnite is um and just watching i watched the galactus event on uh on youtube and i was like man that is awesome i'm not into Fortnite, but just the fact that people could experience that i'm like this is incredible like no it's a it's a they do a very good job you know any any hate that it gets is, is undeserved it's one of yeah. those things where hate was popular and yeah, that's such, that's it's such popular dribble. to I, hate I the popular hate thing. when people do that. Yeah. Um, but he loves it. He plays the hell out of it. He's got a you know roster of friends that he plays with, and he kind of keeps me abreast of what's going on. And he'll, oh yeah, we got an event going on. And I, I think it's it's really cool what they do and the the tie-ins and 
you know, that all the tie-ins to Marvel and selling these skins. Fucking and, Travis Scott you know, was in the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, he, in fact, he, the other day I walked in there and he's like, oh, check out my Travis Scott skin. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, Travis Scott is being yeah. shot by Wolverine and then yeah, here comes like, Master Chief. Like, <laughs> just the, you know, people talk about Super Smash Brothers and how they have this giant culmination of, like, different properties coming through. But Fortnite, man, you got fucking comic book characters, apparently. Yeah. You got characters from The Walking Dead coming up you got uh michonne and uh what's norman reedus uh his character i don't know it's been like 12 years since i watched watched the show uh norman reedus is now in another game Uh, back to you hideo with death stranding um that's awesome man good good for him uh what are you you are now obviously playing on ps5 what are you playing are you playing anything like exclusive on ps5 or yeah well i was super excited about um Miles Morales Spider-Man because I absolutely loved the first one. I mean, yeah. one of my favorite games ever. Um, and just just loved it. And Top so, 10 for sure. Oh, absolutely. Just, I mean, everything about it. Just super enjoyed it. And um, so I was also really excited about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm-hmm. And um, I bought that on launch day. And I've been playing it. I'm not, I don't enjoy it as much as Odyssey. and um i love odyssey odyssey uh, so i i get why they toned it down i um, odyssey got a lot of flack because of just how powerful he was Mm -hmm. and i i understand it was a departure from the traditional you know assassin thing and he was kind of a demigod so he had all these crazy powers and um a lot of the the true fans of the series really didn't like it and and I, i get so i understand why they toned everything down for this one but i don't like it as much i I miss that stuff and while this one is is well the game is well done and it it looks amazing and it looks even more amazing on the playstation 5 when uh, when i converted it to the uh the playstation 5 version um the frame rate is is i mean just buttery smooth and Mm -hmm. it looks amazing and And you got that 4k monitor yeah and the four on the on the monitor and i mean it it plays well looks well but it just doesn't grab me like like the other one did Mm -hmm. so when i got the playstation 5 i i played a little bit but i just that spider-man kept calling me so i um i ended up buying spider-man and and something i rarely do is put down a game and go to something else until i finish but i kind of put valhalla on the back burner and started playing spider-man just finished the story uh today actually about a couple hours ago um, I finally finished the story. It's it's not a very long game. In fact, it's very short. Yeah, I think someone um, said it was like 18, yeah. 20 hours, something like that. No, I don't even... I mean, main story is not... I don't think it's even that. Oh, wow, okay. It, it's, it's, it's really short. It's almost like a DLC. Um, gotcha. But there's there's still a lot to do around the city. And, um, you know, kind of going back to what, what we touched on with, you know, what I was talking about with Cyberpunk, the, at the end of the day, the game is just so much fun to play that... And, and uh, yeah, eventually I'm going to get bored with it. But right now, just swinging around the city. And um, as you swing around, you get little notifications that a crime is being committed. And it puts a little little um, marker on your mini-map. You go to it. You fight about 12 to 15 guys and um, complete an objective and that go about your business. I will swing around for hours just doing that right now because it's yeah. that much fun. The combat, the you know, the, the swinging, the, just the movement is so incredible in that game that that's kind of what I've been doing now. Um, you know, I'm going to run through zombies with, with the boy and mm-hmm. try that out. And after that, I don't know where I'm going to go. I haven't, uh, I haven't decided, but 
you know, I only got another week before I go back to work, and then you yeah. know, game gaming is kind of um, got to be, you know, go go down a little bit. Yeah. So. Plus, it's like it's the launch year. You know, you usually get your launch titles, and then it takes a few months for it to yeah. really pick up. And uh, yeah, man, if you're down to clown with some zombies, I'll I'll definitely hop on with y'all. Oh, cool. um, zombies mode is super fun. I do like a lot of the new changes that they made to zombies, like. If you're using a gun in zombies and you're leveling it up, that carries over to your leveling up in multiplayer, which I like. Um, because in zombies, I'm like rocking shotguns. And in multiplayer, I almost never use shotguns. So it's nice to have like a level 14 shotgun uh, with equipment, with like with attachments already unlocked uh, going into multiplayer. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I've, uh, I've been playing Hades on the Switch. Um, okay. And I love this game. It is procedurally generated. You are the son of Hades, and you are basically trying to escape the underworld. And then along the way, it's like I said, it's procedurally generated, so it's random every time. Uh, different gods will offer you different things. So, like, Zeus will come by, and he's like, oh, uh, your attacks now do an extra, like, 100 lightning damage. Or, like, Athena will come by, and she's like, oh, when you dash, uh, this shield surrounds you that deflects enemy attacks and things like that. Um, so I've been playing Hades on the Switch, and uh, I just got my Oculus Quest 2 back from my friend. I had let him borrow it, and then he actually ended up getting one for Christmas, so he brought me mine back. Um, so I'm pretty excited to get back in that. I've been kind of dabbling in some VR stuff lately. I've been having some pretty fun with it. Like I said, Cyberpunk kind of killing my mood for console stuff. Um, I'm, I'm kind of branching out and actually putting some uh, some good time on my Switch and on my on the vr headset so so i also you know the um with the playstation 5 it, it has uh, i think what 12 um classic playstation 4 games that um you get free yeah the playstation and, plus um, collection yeah the playstation plus collection and i've never played god of war so oh. that's listening to you talk about the leviathan axe on um episode i don't know six seven eight somewhere around there yeah. Um, when you talked about the favorite weapons, listening to you talk about the Leviathan Axe got me uh, very interested in trying that out. So I think that that might be my next download is to uh, download that and give it a run. Yeah, Kenny's obviously talking about the staple Gaming Disorder podcast episode, episode 9, Choose Your Weapon. There you go. Um, it was, yeah, I'm honestly surprised you haven't played God of War because if Spider-Man is in my top 10, God of War is in my top 5. That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's... You want to talk about story and, like, gameplay being king. Like, there's no satisfying... There's no feeling more satisfying than just calling that axe back and having it, hand like, land in your hand. It's incredible. Um, Yeah, I would definitely get into that. Uh, If you're not unsure what to play next, like, that would be my suggestion. Uh, Because at one point, I am going to replay it because I do want to go and try to go for the platinum for it. Um... Yeah, I think I'm missing maybe like 40% of the trophies, but I think like most of them are end game stuff. Um, so I won't spoil anything. What would you me. compare it to? Uh, God of War? Gameplay wise? Like the combat. What, what, what kind of combat is, would you say, would you compare it to? I would compare the combat. Hmm. That's a very good question. Because. Although I've played plenty of games that have similar combat, I don't know if I've ever played one where the combat is as clean feeling as God of War because it almost has like that 
in your back camera angle like you know kind of in the mm-hmm. last of us where you're running up on an enemy um it's kind of similar to that except the game design for the combat is just done really well because you have atreus with you who is your son and you're over here fighting an enemy and then he's like oh look out behind you and now you know that an enemy's coming up behind you so you can like knock that enemy out turn around and start like wailing on this dude like i guess the best way i would describe it is did you ever play any of the batman arkham games yeah a little bit like infinitely better combat than those Mm. it feels rugged you're grounded i'm pretty sure there's no jump button in the game um it's very grounded combat and it you, you eventually start to unlock different powers and abilities like oh you know you can throw the leviathan axe in like a like in a crescent uh in a crescent pattern so it just sweeps enemies you can call it back or it's like oh now you do this like super heavy charge uh because you know you're kratos he is a god Mm-hmm. So you you feel like that power, you feel like that force. It really does make you feel like you're Thor, um, because you're throwing the axe, calling it back to you. Obviously, Thor using a hammer, but um, it is it is very solid combat. It is like my favorite kind of like it feel. It's like a brawler, you know. But it also gives you additional options because of Trace. He's like your backup. He uses a bow and arrow, so it's very easy to like be hitting an enemy, and enemies come behind you, and then you hit the button on the remote, and he starts like flailing them with arrows so it's it's very solid i will say i know i didn't really answer your question because i didn't compare it to anything but it is like some you. of the best combat in games that i've played yeah i'm definitely gonna have to check it out that's probably the next uh next thing i run through yeah let me know how that goes and if you ever want to play i'm like i said i'm down but uh but yeah kenny uh i think that's probably gonna do it for today for our episode of the game disorder podcast is there anything that you wanted to touch base on before we head out today no, I think that's good. I think we we touched on some some good stuff, and mm-hmm. like I said, I'm glad mm-hmm. glad to do it, and looking forward to the next one. Yeah, man. Obviously, I'm super thrilled to have you back on the show. You know that you are like welcome anytime you want to do something, even if you just want to talk about something in particular. Yo, shoot me a text. Like, obviously, we're gonna do the Last of Us episode whenever you know our schedules allow me to play through these games again (laughs) yeah um because i'm super excited to do that um and no you're just one of the people who i met in rare form i know we talked about it on your interview episode Mm -hmm. that we hit it off and you you're someone who talks about games the way that i like to talk about games you know you're very informed and you you're you know you you have a passion for it and it's it's always enjoyable to meet someone who meets that yes sir yep well all right guys once again uh that's gonna do it for us this week uh next week it will be kelsey and dylan on the show uh dylan was traveling for christmas and kelsey got her tongue split i'm sure she will talk about that next week on the show so she couldn't exactly speak because her mouth was swollen and then yeah kenny obviously coming in here saving the day coming on the show once again i like to thank over all of our uh, producers on patreon please support us at the patreon uh, gaming sorter podcast at patreon.com And that's going to do it for us this week.